everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. As always, I am so grateful, thankful, and appreciative to have each and every one of you here. And I am so excited for today's episode because I get to tell you about my birth story, which means our little one is here. And I feel like I'm just, I'm all over the place. I'm not going to go into a full like postpartum recap yet. I think I'll give it a few more days and then give you guys an episode on that. Today, I want to go over my birth story, but it's so wild because the last time I recorded was just a few days ago, but if you guys listened to that episode, it was on my due date, and I actually had our little one on our due date, and I am telling you, (laughs) it was so wild, and so that is what we are going to go over today is my birth story. I'm going to try and keep it as like concise as possible. I'm going to give you some details on the days leading up to delivery, all of that, Um, but I have both the boys sleeping right now who the heck knows how long that's going to last. So here we go. And as always, if you guys do not know, I am doing giveaways at the moment. All details are down below in the uh, show notes. I'm doing a giveaway for the month of September for reviews on Amazon for my book. And then I am doing um, a monthly giveaways, not just for the month of September, but anybody who does choose to purchase through my first form link or my vitality link or use my vitality code, it does enter you into a monthly giveaway of $100. I just appreciate you guys so, so much. One thing I want to touch on is I was at the pediatrician yesterday and she did say that um, right now I am attempting to exclusively breastfeed. So she said that I need to be taking um, extra vitamin D, which I did talk to you guys about briefly last week. So I'll be supplementing with that. And um, if you are not somebody who is breastfeeding, um, or even if you are breastfeeding, you don't have to take it yourself. You can also get a supplement for the baby. Um, So anyways, I'll be using the first form liposomal vitamin D, but I also recommend um, Wellaments if you are going to just supplement for the kiddo. So that is something that I'm currently introducing, and I'll chat more about that as I learn more. I know that we had to do it with Caden. We bottle fed him, so I just um, uh, put it into his bottle. So anyways, I feel like I'm out of breath because it's just been a whirlwind, but again, I will discuss my emotions and all of that (laughs) at a later date. But Our baby boy is here. He was born on September 17th, and that was his due date. So I was 40 weeks. I felt very done, but at the same time, I had to keep reminding myself that that was our due date. Like, baby wasn't necessarily, quote-unquote, supposed to be here, but Caden came 10 days early, so I think I just was like, oh, this is how our it's going to unfold. Like, Caden came early, second baby sometimes comes earlier, yada, yada, yada that was not the case. I also had two different times that I went into triage thinking that I was actually going through false labor. So if you're not pregnant or if you've never been pregnant, 
You guys, this was my second time around and I still didn't know what the heck I was doing. That is not to scare you. I think that's just something I hope can make you feel less alone because whether you're a mom or, you know, doing something in life that, I don't know, I feel like there's so many things in life that we're like, oh, we're supposed to know what we're doing. And this was a situation that I had already been through and I I still, whether it was going through delivery or now postpartum, I'm, I'm learning all over again. So anyways, I was having false labor contractions leading up to our delivery. Again, this was days before. Um, and you know what? I, I felt like the boy who cried wolf. I kept telling everybody, I was like, I swear I'm having contractions. And every time I went in, I was having contractions, but, and I was dilating. I, uh, about three and a half weeks before my due date, I was a centimeter and a half dilated. A week before my due date, I was three and a half centimeters dilated. And then that whole week, that was when I went into triage. They never checked my cervix just because they don't want to, you know, potentially bring on more infection by going up there. Um, However, I just felt like I was dilating further. Anyways, there was no amniotic fluid present, so they sent me home. So on the Monday before my due date, so I, my due date was on a Saturday, um, I did do a membrane sweep, um, and I was already past 39, 39 weeks. Um, it didn't really do anything for me personally. Um, I didn't go into, like, I didn't have contractions that night. I didn't lose my mu- mucus plug, like, nothing. It didn't do anything for me. With Caden, my water did break the night I had a membrane sweep. So, um, to do that, I started doing all the wives tales. Um, again, I think the only one that I read that actually scientifically is proven is like nipple stimulation. So whether it's using a pump or, uh, intimacy, um, and then also by having sex, it can actually soften your cervix, but that would be from the guy. So again, you guys know I'm not, I'm like no TMI here. I know for me, I wanted to know things. So anyways, I, um, on, let's talk about delivery. So his name is Conley Joe Dell. Um, Conley is a name that Casey and I have loved actually since before we had Caden. It was just a name that we had picked out. Um, it means, uh, wise, great chief. Um, it's just something that it's very strong and empowering. And I feel like for us, that was something that we were looking for. Like when we had, um, you know, when we had Caden and Caden actually means great fighter, which really made sense for us during that time with him being our rainbow baby. And, uh, man, the fact that Conley means great chief and the way that he came in, I'm just like, okay, boy, are you going to be my little drama king? Because he came in and he made a statement. So I woke up Saturday morning and I was like, you know what? I'm getting stuff done today. Casey took Caden for the morning and I showered, washed my hair, put on a little dress, like put on makeup and just felt human. Cause I was like, I'm 40 weeks pregnant. I already feel slightly unattractive, uh, yet beautiful at the same time, but I wanted to just embrace it and get after it. Went to the grocery store, recorded a podcast all day long though. I was having contractions, uh, pretty regularly every 20 minutes and they were good ones. Like I had to breathe through them. Uh, but they were only like 30 seconds to 45 seconds. And I was like, I'm not going back in. Like I had just been to triage two nights earlier. And so I kind of just stuck it out. Then I was putting Caden down for bed. Casey actually went to the University of Washington Husky game, and I I was going to go with him, but I was like, you know, I just don't feel my best, and I don't know. I just was like, let's continue going about our life. So I put Caden down, and I was in a lot of pain. At this point, contractions were like 
17 minutes apart. I'd have some that were 11 minutes. And again, I was just like, I don't know. The doctors keep telling me you wait until it's 511. So five minutes apart. They last for a minute and they last, like, they go for a full hour. Like, you have a full hour of 511. And I hadn't had that. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a bath. I'd taken a bath the night before. I never take baths, but I was doing anything to just kind of comfort my body. And the bath felt phenomenal. But while I was in the bath, I started timing some that were about seven minutes. And I just had my phone timer out. And I was like, gosh, I just don't feel well. Like, I know something is going on. So Casey randomly texts me and he's like, hey, I think we're going to leave the game early. And I had not updated him. And I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling my best. Like, I think that you should maybe head home. So anyways, he headed home. You guys, in this time, again, I'm like, I put on my pajamas and I was like, you know, I really think I need to get, I need to go to the hospital. Like I need to at least be dressed in clothes. So I put my hospital bag by the front door, put on regular clothes just in case when Casey got home, I was like, yep, we need to go. So he walked in the door And at this point, my contractions are six minutes apart, but they hadn't lasted for an hour. But I just had this weird feeling. I was like, I don't think I can stay here for an hour. It was 9.03 p.m. at night. So I'd been contracting regularly since about four-ish. But by when I put Caden down at seven, that's when like things started really just getting closer. So Casey walks in the door at 9.03 and I was like, hey, I don't want to be the boy that cried wolf, but I am not feeling well. Like, I really think we need to go and get checked again. He's like, okay. So I think he thought that like it was go time, but at the same time he wasn't sure. Well, then he saw me have a contraction and I just had to breathe through it. I wasn't crying at this point, but I was like, this is, this is real. Like baby, that baby has got to be coming. Like this has got to be the real deal. So he called my cousin and his wife and they came down to our house, but they, again, they had helped us out two days earlier. So I know for a fact, my cousin was probably like, okay, like I definitely want to be there, but we did this a couple nights ago and we didn't need a rush and he doesn't have kiddos. So uh, I told Casey, I was like, Hey, I'm going to walk up to the car. Like I just, we need to get this going. I can't delay anything. I can't be like a, Hey guys, how are you? How are you doing? I was like, we need to hop in the car and go. So by the time I got up to our car, I was in excruciating pain. Like I started crying. I started getting really scared. Full disclosure. I mean, yes, I had been through it once, but I just felt like things were happening really fast. And so Casey saw me crying, called my cousin again. He's like, we're on our way. They lived two minutes from us, but it was just a process. So Casey walked up to the car at like 921. And I know all this because I had my phone out and I was timing the contractions. So I like, solve our timestamps and uh, 923 we are pulling out of our driveway and you guys we drove straight to the hospital and there's like parking everywhere but you can park right outside the entrance and it says 15 minute parking and I told Casey I was like you cannot park this car like you are we have to just go straight to the doors went straight to the doors and when I say like oh we're walking in you know whatever you guys every time I had a contraction again this is not to scare anybody this is just you're you have to like breathe through it I couldn't just walk through it so we walk in and the lady the security guard she was wonderful it's the police officer that's like at the front of the hospital and she just instantly she just puts out a notepad she's like okay write your names down like don't didn't even worry about showing IDs or anything uh she did have to check Casey's ID and we went up the went up to triage and I am now bawling because I think in the back of my mind I know that this is going to happen naturally, but at the same time, I was just like, 
okay, we're going to get this epidural. I'm going to feel so much better. So we walk up, we arrive, like get through the doors at triage at 944. I'm bawling. They ask for my name. And all I'm saying is we don't know the gender. We don't know the sex of our baby. Like that's all I'm saying, because at this point, I'm so worried that they're just going to get my chart and be like, all right, let's get this baby out of you. You know, let's get this baby girl. Let's get this baby boy. And uh, they just kind of giggled. It was cute. They were like, every room I walked in, that was the first thing I said. And I think I just, I don't know. I think I was focused, trying to focus on anything else, but the fact that I was potentially having a natural baby or natural birth and any mom, whether you are having a natural birth or whether you are having an epidural or a C-section or anything, you are a badass. like straight up pregnancy is wild. Delivery is wild. Um, but I'm definitely proud of myself. Like I'm, oh, I don't want to, my hormones are wild, you guys. So if I start crying, which I'm crying right now, oh, I feel like, you know, you almost have like your own drama from it going so fast. Oh, you guys, I didn't want to cry. I just feel like it was nuts. It was wild. And I think I'm processing the fact that like this was maybe our last baby. And so, you know, really honing in on like that experience and like, really trying to remember every moment with Casey and like holding the baby and now postpartum like which again is a whole nother story but being able to try and keep up with like time with Caden and embracing the time with Conley oh I didn't even tell you guys the middle name Joe Casey's brother's name is Joe and my sister's middle name is Joe so we thought that it was really cool to be able to bring in both families and then my parents actually lost a baby between my sister and I and her middle name was Joe so all right wheeling it back in oh sorry so we are in triage <laughs> and um they check my cervix I am five and a half centimeters dilated and they're like all right girl you're you're staying here you are you're not you know you're not leaving the hospital without a baby and I'm asking for that epidural yep no problem we're gonna get you up to your room So now it's this whole process of, can I transfer myself to the wheelchair or do I need to stay in the bed? And I was like, oh, I can get to the wheelchair. Well, all of a sudden I had a back-to-back contraction. And again, I had never experienced this with Caden because I had the epidural. My water broke with Caden, but I didn't go into active labor. So everything just happened at the hospital. So I ended up staying on the bed. They wheeled me up to labor and delivery. And I just have to say, if anybody listening is a nurse, if anybody's listening and was on that staff that night oh my gosh like I have never felt so taken care of I've never felt so like believed in if that makes sense like I think that they all knew I was going to have a natural natural birth but I'm still telling myself in the back of my mind that I'm having this baby with an epidural so anyways they were absolutely phenomenal and I will forever thank them. I talked to one of my girlfriends who is a labor and delivery nurse and um, asked her how I can thank them. So I'm um, getting together a basket to bring to them. But between them and the doctor and just having them look at me and tell me how much they believed in me, like it was just unbelievable. So 9.44, I walk into triage and 10.21, Conley is born. So 37 minutes and... I mean, you guys, it was, I was in the delivery room for maybe a total of 11 minutes, like maybe it was absolutely insane. All I remember is, I mean, I remember all of it, but 
I was in so much pain, but more also fear. I just like wasn't believing in myself that I could do it. I grabbed Casey's sweatshirt. He'd just come from the Husky game. So he's like wearing all his UW stuff. I started like ripping on his sweatshirt. And the next thing I know, I'm grabbing a t-shirt. And I was like, oh, he definitely took off his sweatshirt. And again, the nurse is just telling me I could do it. And baby was out and like, I think three pushes and for me it was so odd because I didn't know it was happening and then all of a sudden I felt this pain in my hips like you could just feel your hips opening and I was like oh I've got to push and Casey said again I I swore but Casey said that I yelled get this effing kid out of me and he said that he like tried so hard not to laugh but he was like so proud so emotional and then all of a sudden here I am just like disregarding the fact that we're going through the most like beautiful process and I'm just like absolutely not this is not beautiful get this child out of me and sure enough baby came and you guys we had the complete opposite experience that we had with Caden because Caden got taken away right away because he was grunting uh, he had to go to the NICU they put Conley on me right away and Casey just started crying he's like we have another beautiful baby boy and I got to have uh, skin to skin with him for an hour and a half um, I didn't have any skin to skin with Caden and then um, after that we Casey held him skin to skin and then they cleaned him up and did his Apgar um, we got to latch he latched right away it was just absolutely incredible and slow and quiet and no monitors beeping and I it, I just can't even explain it. It was something that I didn't get with Caden. And so to like be in a room with Casey, who I made this child with, meeting our son for the first time, finding out he's a boy, and having him on my chest, like I just can't even... I don't know. I just didn't get that with, with Caden. It was absolutely amazing. And... Uh, Everything was wonderful. I actually didn't tear, which was awesome. It was so different because I feel like with my epidural, I didn't really know how to push, if that makes sense, because you can't really feel anything. And the, the nurses were wonderful. They were helping me do it the whole time, but I didn't know. Whereas this time, you couldn't have stopped it if you wanted to. Like my body was literally telling me I had to push and how to push. So I think that's also why he came so fast. And actually, I don't know why. I don't, I don't really know. I've never had a natural birth before. Um, but I couldn't resist like the way my body felt how it needed to push, if that makes sense. So, um, recovery has been so much better than Caden, uh, not necessarily emotionally and all of that, but again, that would be a whole another episode. Um, but we ended up, um, yeah, had him at 10 21 and, uh, we, it was so funny. By the time we got up to the postpartum room, this lady came in. She's like, uh, do you guys happen to have a black SUV parked in front of the hospital? And it's like two and a half hours after we arrived at this point. And we're like, yeah. She's like, sorry, but security's, security needs you guys to move it now. So it was just funny to have it be like, oh yeah, we left our car. Like, what the heck? So everything was awesome. Um, Conley has a few, like he didn't pass his hearing test on his left ear, but they said that's normal when you have such a fast delivery because like his fluid didn't get squeezed out of him. So we have to go back in a couple weeks to get his hearing tested. Um, but otherwise everything else looked awesome. He did have like a lot of spit up the first couple days because of, um, not getting that full, like vaginal squeeze that happens during, um, 
you know, natural labor or, or, you know, epidural, anything, just vaginal delivery. It squeezes the babies, but he didn't really get squeezed. So he did have a couple days of like pretty bad spit up, but they said it was normal. Um, lots of, lots of sneezing. He's just trying to clear things out on his own, but we got to go home after 19 hours. And, um, unfortunately Casey had to go right back to work the next day, uh, which is probably another reason why I'm just all over the place. Uh, but my in-laws, uh, we're here for a few days, which was absolutely incredible. Um, but yeah, after I kind of get a couple weeks of what's going on, I would love to record an episode for you guys about how I'm doing postpartum, how I'm adjusting to two kiddos. Uh, but I wanted to get the birth story down, um, for you guys. I mean, I know I put it out there on Instagram, but just, I mean, I, I cannot even explain to you how wild it was. It was absolutely just, yeah. I can never, I can never imagine going through that again, but I want to instill confidence in any of you, whether you're pregnant, whether you are thinking about pregnancy in the future, you can do it. Um, don't, my sister even said, she was like, I, like, I want to have kids, but I'm also like a little bit afraid of the delivery process. And whether it's C-section, whether it's natural, whether it's an epidural, whether it, it's at home, one of my girlfriends had a baby in an ambulance like you our bodies are absolutely incredible you are incredible we are so much stronger than we think that we are and we need to give ourselves more credit and also I just want to say like I'm obviously not going into all the details of like the postpartum stuff yet but this is also a, a season where like I'll never get this time back I don't know I'm like I'm obviously emotional you guys I'm all over the place but um, society tells us to just like rush, right? I actually want to find it. I found this, um, I saw one of my friends post it the other day and I saved it and it's so dang true about society and how we just feel so rushed and we feel like we're not allowed to, to slow down. And this was one of the quotes It says, you have the right to pause, stop the circus and reflect on what kind of life you want to lead, what version of yourself you wish to be and how you wish to spend this one precious life you've been given. Anyone who tries to stop or impede that is wrong. And then another one said, hustle culture persuades us that growth only happens when we are doing, 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 even at the expense of relationships and well-being. The greatest growth, though, happens when we slow down. It's here that we become smarter with our decisions, commitments, and time. And I just want to leave you with that because that's kind of something I'm leaning into right now, um, resting upon and letting, like, giving myself grace, but also knowing that some of this grace I shouldn't even have to give myself. It should just be a known factor, but we are in such a hustle culture. Um, so anyways... That's all I have for you guys today. Feel free to email me any questions you have. Um, obviously, there's other details, but I just don't need to divulge everything. Uh, but that was the wild story, and I'm just so thankful that Conley's here safely. I'm so thankful I got, I asked for a different experience, or I prayed for a different experience than with Caden, just with not having a baby in the NICU and being able to experience skin to skin. And let me tell you, it was a completely different experience, but I'm so grateful and thankful for, for everything. He's safe. I'm safe. We're healthy. And, um, all the struggles at the moment are worth it. So I appreciate you all so, so much. And as always make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. 
I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andel. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.